Welcome to This Week in Photo. Bandwidth for this podcast is brought to you by CashFly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This episode of TWIP is brought to you by MediaBytes.com, the marketing school for photographers. Head over to MediaBytes.com now to get instant access to Shut Up and Shoot. It's a free inspirational audio course for photographers. This week on TWIP, a discussion about how social media can be both a blessing and a curse, and how best to avoid that nasty curse part. I am Frederick Van Johnson, and a little something special today. I'm here with, I'm actually here at our meetup, the This Week in Photo Smug Mug Meetup, and I'm trying to kill multiple birds with one stone. <laughs> so Aaron Hockley is our speaker. He's here. He came. He flew down to, to give a talk on social media. So I decided to interview him for This Week in Photo before his talk on social media. We're doing this in front of a live studio audience here, like really, not just Google Hangout. This is actually... <laughs> actual atoms and heartbeats in the room. So um, so we're going to talk about social media a little bit, and then you're going to go on and do a presentation for the group, right? For the group. Sounds good. Okay. Um, first of all, I always ask this question to all of my victims, I mean my interviewees, what, who are you and, you know, what, what's your deal? Who are you? How did you get here? How did you get here? So, uh, so as Frederick said, my name is Aaron Hockley. Uh, I'm a photographer. I live near Portland, and... Uh, I have a background in the tech industry. Um, professionally, I started out doing uh, computer things, IT things, um, some software development, things like that. And as I, you know, my career developed in software, about the same time I started getting into photography as a hobby. And uh, my tech background means that, you know, I've been blogging since about 2001. So I've kind of grown up with blogging and social media as it's developed. And as that developed, my photography also developed. And those things kind of worked and developed together. So a few years ago, I started doing photography professionally, in addition to being a hobby. Um, And so now I'm a professional photographer. I uh, photograph uh, mainly uh, uh, business-related photography. So I work a lot... Boardroom, that kind of stuff? Some of that, a lot with small businesses. So I'll end up doing a lot of uh, business portraits and headshots for business owners, um, you know, small, like, dental offices, shooting all of their staff, um, or for then photographing, you know, kind of whatever else falls out of that for the small business. So the occasional product shot, uh, photographs of their offices, um, photographs of them delivering services to their clients. Um, and then I also do, you know... Other things that kind of fall out of that, you know, so a headshot client might turn into a family portrait client or things like that. So when you when you say you're a professional photographer, you have no other sources of income I, other than photography. I do have other sources of income. I still do the software thing some. Okay. Um, and I also... Um, but is, is photography I, your primary source of income? It's not, actually. Okay. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a split. I have a hybrid. And I also make... Um, a non-trivial amount of money, actually, from my online activities. So I do blog, um, and I do some, you know, affiliate marketing related to my blogging and things like that. So I'm making some money. Um, I blog mainly about 
kind of photography and technology need the intersection of things there. So it, it's all kind of related, but so, yeah, I, interesting. I, I look at you and I think of, you're like the future for a lot of, in a lot of ways, right? Because it's uh, in the olden days, I'd say, you know, you have one job and mm-hmm. stay with that job right? You know, and you get the gold watch and then you go retire and you go fish and all that. Right. And today, because of the volatility of, of a lot of things, right? The economy, the market, and mm-hmm. even... You know, us liking different things, you know, because right. we can be volatile ourselves. Right. Um, it makes sense to be diversified on a lot of fronts, especially for photographers. And you, it looks like you're doing the right thing. So you're shooting because you love to shoot. You're doing internet marketing stuff because you're passionate about that. You're cons- you're doing, you know, so you have, if one of your, if one of your tires takes a hit, right. the other ones can take over. You're not, you're not going to be, you know, oh my God, what am I going to do? Right. I don't have that, you know, yeah, like you said, the traditional model where you go work for one company for, you know, 30 years and then you retire and you get a pension from that company. That's, that's not at all where I'm at. And so. I don't think anybody's there. Yeah. Not, not anymore. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's talk about social media. Right. What is social media? I know it's social media. So I'm <laughs> What is social media and why should I care? So social media, I think everybody defines it differently. My my definition of social media that I use is that it's um, essentially online bidirectional communication and conversations. And, you know, this can happen in any number of forums online. So I, I consider blogging and blog comments to be a form of social media. Um, Facebook is probably the most widespread social media venue that most people know about. And, you know, people's grandmothers and things like that are on Facebook where they wouldn't be on any other online platform. Twitter, Google+, LinkedIn, Pinterest, um, these are all social media services. And, and why should you care? Well, this Internet thing, it, it just might catch on. I, I think it has some legs. Um, well, it's just a series of two. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the Internet is becoming the way that, you know, people are living their lives and people are doing business. You know, when's the last time you looked something up in the Dead Tree Yellow Pages, right? If you need to find out what's going on in your town, you're just as likely to go look online as you are some other method. And so as photographers... Uh, if you're a professional photographer, you need to be there for business purposes because people aren't going to be browsing through the yellow pages to pick, you know, a wedding photographer out of a phone book. That's that's a really bad way to pick a wedding photographer. Um, they're going to be looking at your website and they're going to be, you know, seeing where you are online. Uh, if you're a hobbyist photographer, maybe you're just doing it for fun. Uh, people generally, you know, some people take photographs and keep them all to themselves, but generally people like to share their photography, and so. Even as a hobbyist photographer, you want to get your photography out there in front of other people who will appreciate it. And so social media is a great way to connect with those people. So then that begs the question, I don't have time for all this. Right. There's all these social networks out there. Everybody seems to always be online. Every time I look up, I'm getting a Facebook email or alert or something. Mm-hmm. So people seem to be continually engaged. Where? How do we as photographers manage that and then... How do we find the time to like even shoot if we're doing this stuff all the time? It's uh, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, there's there's you can't go spend an hour a day on all the different social networks. There's not just not enough hours in the day, and you probably have other things to do with your life. So a lot of it is figuring out where does it make sense for you to be, and that's you know I'll go into a little bit more detail for the folks that are here with us tonight about that. But look at you know what are you doing, and who do you want to reach? Who do you want to connect with? So. For example, if you're a wedding photographer, you're probably trying to connect with, uh, you know, brides or, you know, 
you know, women who are between, you know, the ages of what, you know, 18 and 35, 40 is probably your prime marketing target. Figure out where you can be to connect with them. If you're trying to do commercial photography, you're going to probably want to be talking more to people in, you know, the PR industry or people who are in business communities. And so you're going to go to different places to connect with these different people. If you're just trying to have fun, go wild, do whatever you want. But if you're trying to use it for a business purpose or you have a goal in mind, figure out where it makes sense to spend time. And, you know, there are areas that you can safely ignore, right? You know, as an example, um, I've yet to find any real professional value for me in being on LinkedIn. I've tried. Uh, I've joined a bunch of groups, you know, joined the, you know, the PPA, the Professional Photographers of America group, yeah. participate in some of those discussions, but I, I just haven't found myself getting any real value out of that. So that's a forum that I, I check in there, but I don't spend a lot of time there. On the other hand, there's some other venues. Um, you know, my business, um, I've made a lot of connections that have worked out successfully, uh, both from a, you know, just a networking perspective and from a financial perspective on Twitter. And so I devote a lot more energy to Twitter than I do to some of the other services. But that's what's working for me in my market and for what I'm doing. That's not necessarily going to be the best formula for every other person. That's a good point. Just overall, you know, it's, it's not like there's just one magic bullet do or a formula. Do right. one, two, three, ABC, and you'll be successful in this stuff. It's, it's, it's different for every single person, right? Right. And, you know, your, kind of your, your social presence, uh, one of the quotes that I have in my presentation is that social isn't something you do. It's something that you are. And... You know, if you're just checking items off of a checklist of okay, I did my you know I did my 30 minutes of Twitter for the day, I'm done, and then you don't think about Twitter again for you know 23 and a half hours, uh, you're probably not going to get all that you could out of Twitter. Whereas if you're checking in now and then, if you're tweeting about interesting things that are happening, um, you're going to find more value in that. And so there isn't a magic formula and anybody who tries to tell you that they have the magic formula, they're, they're trying to sell you something that you probably don't want to buy. Um, but you know, kind of when I talk to photographers and, you know, talk about social media, it's really a case of helping them figure out what they need to do, you know, based on their goals and their desires. Let's talk about photographers a little bit. Um, a lot of the concerns that I hear from photographers is about copyright, right? So mm -hmm. you're putting images online, and Facebook has this giant cloud. I mean, I, I look at Facebook, and I see, like, uh, an office full of, like, 500 lawyers that are looking at ways to, you know, <laughs> so how can they keep my image? So right. if I litigate, they, you know, I'm going to lose my house. How do you, how do you like, what's, what's the mindset that photographers should adopt when they put stuff online? Should they be watermarking the whole thing? Should they register with the copyright office? Should they not? What? I, I think it's one of those things where everybody has to figure out how comfortable they are with it. You know, if you don't put anything online, you don't ever have to worry about it. Um, but the reality is, if you don't put anything online, you're you're not going to be a professional photographer anyway. I mean, you you just have to be online to do business. And if you're a hobbyist and you want other people to see your work, you could bring prints to the local camera club, but that's going to you know just be a minuscule spec compared to what you could do on a social network like Google Plus or you know Facebook or something. So I tend to be of the camp where I don't worry about it too much. Um, that's, have you ever had a problem uh, that you had to like, dive into? I have. I have. I've had, um, I've had entities that should have known better, like newspapers, um, you know, swipe my photos. Um, but 
I figure in the grand scheme of things, the benefits of me getting my work out there and being seen by more people are going to outweigh the, you know, the fraction of a percent of the people that are going to infringe on it. Um, Trey Radcliffe talks about this a lot and how he puts all his work out under a Creative Commons license and that, you know... At obscene resolutions at, as well. <laughs> at, at crazy high resolutions and that, you know... Honest businesses aren't going to steal your work. Yeah. You know, there might be some sort of accident or there might be, you know, the occasional person who doesn't know better that, um, that, that takes your photo. But, you know, you can do some kind of common sense things. You know, I mean, maybe you don't put the obscene resolution, you know, the super high-res version out there. I mean, if you're putting up a photo that's, you know, on your blog that's 800 by 600 or something like that. I mean, that's going to be big enough for people to appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody's going to be able to make a 20 by 30 print out of that that's going to look any good. Um, you know, you can watermark if you want. I, I don't watermark myself. Um, I, I tend to find it distracting more often than not. But there are people that do it kind of in a, in a tasteful way where it's not distracting. I don't worry about it too much. I mean, I, I do look at my analytics and such to kind of figure out where are people finding me from, you know. I occasionally will, you know, use some tools that are out there, like, you know, there's TinEye or PicScout that can help kind of do some image searches. I'd rather focus my efforts on, you know, finding new clients or creating images than, you know, worrying about policing, has somebody borrowed something that I've already put out there. Yeah. You know, I know some people that just go online. If something new pops up like Pinterest or something, they're like, I have no idea. I don't have time to get my brain around it, but I'm going to get my name. I'm going to squat on my name mm-hmm. so nobody else gets it and right. figure it out later. What about those people that, that just they, they know they need to get into stuff, but they just don't know where to start? What should they do? I would say um, if you're on a bunch of social networks and you really like one or two more than all the rest – it's probably best to just focus on those one or two because if you really like them, you're probably getting something out of them. So if you really are just kind of at a state where you don't know where you should be, I think it boils down to figuring out, you know, what what is your main goal of being online? Is it because... Is it just to have fun, right? I mean, maybe you're a hobbyist. You don't care who sees your photos. You just want to socialize with other photographers. That's a perfectly fine goal. Maybe you're a professional photographer and you want to find more clients. Uh, Maybe you're a professional photographer and you want to keep in touch with your existing clients. Uh, Maybe you're a serious hobbyist who wants to start making money with your photos. I know there's a lot of people that are in that camp. Figure out who it is, you know, especially in the professional arena, who is it that would want to pay you for your work? Um, You know, if you're interested in shooting weddings, that's going to be brides. If you're interested in doing, uh, you know, fine artwork, you're going to want to figure out where do the fine art collectors hang out? Where do uh, people who are in the fine art world, whether they're, you know, gallery directors or things like that, where do they hang out? Um, and, and go where they are. So as far as an actionable thing, I would say, you know, figure out who you want your work to be in front of, Try to identify where they're at, and then focus on developing your presence there. Uh, maybe that means that you ignore some of the other social networks for a little while. You know, maybe you've joined Pinterest and you've only pinned three things, and you're not quite sure why you're there. Well, it's you're talking perf- about me, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's perfectly fine to ignore Pinterest for a while if you find that you know the people on Facebook keep asking you, "Hey, that's a great photo. Can I buy a print?" And so, figure out figure out where your people are go there. Um, And then the other thing I would say is figure out if it's working, right? So figure out a way to measure, are you getting any results from that? If if you're trying to find new clients, 
Um, you can look at, like, technical. I mean, if you're trying to drive clients to your website, for example, you can be looking at your website's analytics and looking to see, are those clients coming from social media sites? And if so, which ones? Yeah. Uh, if you're trying to, you know, bring new clients in for a business, you know, I mean, honestly, the best analytic that I have when I talk to my new clients is I ask them, say, how did you hear about me? You know, and sometimes it's a referral from someone else or sometimes, you know, I just did some business portraits for a woman earlier this week and it was, oh, I, I went to Google and I searched for, you know, business photographers in Vancouver, Washington, and your name came up and you had a really great website. And so I sent you an email, you know, so good. That tells me that that tells me that my search engine optimization is working at least to a basic level. Yeah. <laughs> um, so figure out where you should be, go there, spend some time there, and then figure out if it's working or not. Because if it truly isn't working, you know, maybe you need to adjust things up. Maybe, maybe you need to take a different strategy on that network, or maybe that's not the social network for you. So, um, so on that topic of, you know, how people contact you, let's close <laughs> it off with that. How do people get in contact you? Yeah, the best ways to find me um, would be to go to my website, which is AaronHockley.com, or my social network of choice is Twitter, and my username there is A Hockley, so it's A H O C K L E Y. Uh, send me an at reply, say hi, let me know you heard about me on Twip, and uh, and let's chat. And you'll give them free services if they say that, right? Uh, no. <laughs> are you are you on Google Plus yet? I am on Google Plus. I'm actually really enjoying Google Plus. I'm finding Google Plus is a great way to network with other photographers. Um, that's about all I'm finding it good for, um, but. Uh, yeah, send me, add me on Google Plus. There's, I, I have a ridiculously insane high number of Google Plus followers because Thomas Hawk is, keeps including me on his recommended lists, and so there's a lot of great work being shared there. So, well, Aaron, thank you for taking the time today, um, especially getting on the hot seat in front <laughs> of the camera, so all those thousands of people and right. the people in the room here. So it's a double whammy. Thank you. Yeah, it. thank you for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> That was Aaron Hockley. To learn more about Aaron, you can visit his website at AaronHockley.com. And to keep up with everything in the TWIP universe, be sure to check out ThisWeekInPhoto.com. Also, please support the show by leaving us a comment on iTunes. And speaking of iTunes, be sure to check out the TWIP podcast app. It's a handy way to keep up with the shows as soon as they are released. And finally, if you're looking for me, Frederick Van Johnson, you can find me and my various projects at frederickvan.com. And with that, it's time to take that lens cap off. Week in Photo is a PixelCore.tv production, produced by Suzanne Llewellyn, with technical producers John Riley and Alutha Jamakar.